everything's gone to shit, hasn't it? Actually, the most fun time of the year. Hello and welcome to Hidden Among Us. I'm your host, Chris. And this is Honda. And welcome to episode 45. We come to you a day late once again. But this time, (laughs) everything has gone to shit. Like, for real. (laughs) Oh, God. I literally thought we were like... Not to say out of the woods, Mm. but at least we were at a point... In existence where <laughs> everything was sort of okay. Like you can see s- the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Yeah, like we, we could still function. We could still go out. Sure, there are some restrictions like wearing masks and whatnot. But those are like minor inconveniences. But everything else seemed like better. I mean, we could gather until up to eight people. And then now we are down to two it's not even groups of two it's just pairs like like primary school kids like you have to go out and like, I mean, unless you're from a big family party. unless you belong to the same household yeah then... but even then you can't like gather outside there's no point and for essential activities like if you have to bring your like elderly parents out or your like small kids out yeah then that's okay because technically it's the same household we just have to bring a proof I guess if they question you <laughs> If you're from the same household. But it's just so... Uh, for context, everyone that isn't from Singapore, our COVID cases have suddenly risen. I feel like people from other countries, they will laugh at our numbers. Okay, understandably, <laughs> our numbers are like pretty small. And today's case was... the 30- Today was 38. 38. Right? 38 38? community cases. And then 49 in total. 11 imported. 38 community. Yes. So the reason why this is an issue... Okay, so these are small numbers like (laughs) in comparison to like thousands in other countries. But the reason why this is an issue is because Singapore has literally gone almost a year, right? It's been almost a year where we... Haven't had community cases. I mean, there were like maybe one or two. Yeah. Like now and then. Literally, yeah. Actually, since the beginning of 2021, we like didn't have any like local cases. A lot of our cases that are reported are people from overseas who come in and then are tested positive. Mm -hmm. And then they are like quarantined and whatnot. But we haven't had like people living in like Singaporeans who have been living in Singapore this entire time who haven't like left the country or whatnot test positive and recently there have been there has been a surge in cases I mean now because they're testing more in targeted areas so I guess that's also a reason because and I mean it was not like there were zero cases there were yes like there was always the possibility of like a hidden like hidden bunch of cases yes and now because they found a bunch, then they do targeted testing. So now a bunch is also coming up. Yeah, so basically our numbers are rising. And on top of that, um, 
it's the Indian variant. So at first, we had a cluster. So a bunch of people affected by it and they were like quarantined to a hospital. So it was called the Tantok Tan Singh Hospital Cluster. So I guess... TTSH. Yeah, TTSH. At that point in time, I guess, even for me, I was like, okay, all right. There is a known <laughs> cluster and they're all in a certain place. But I think the worrying thing is now there are unlinked cases. Mm-hmm. So Singapore has this system. Um, I'm not sure if other countries have this system. Or is it just Singapore? Contact tracing? Yeah. Yeah, and the other countries do try uh, to do it. Like with the tokens. Okay, so in Singapore, we have this system where everyone is given this device called a token. And basically or the this, app. <laughs> yeah, or the app. So you can either use the token or the app. But okay, let me explain the token first. So the token, everyone has it. And the token, when you get it, it is registered to your phone number and your identification number. So what this token does is if you're in an area with other people, it's sort of like detection bounces off. Yeah, so it sort of like, it doesn't exchange information, but it sort of detects that it's somebody else. Mm. I mean, they do call it like on your app, it says you have total number of exchanges today. Yeah, it's called exchanges. I don't know why. I think it's like the Bluetooth, like exchanging yeah. whatever. Saying hi to each other. Yeah, so by right, you're supposed to have this token with you, but not everyone wants to bring it around because people think it's really ugly. So there's also an app on the phone that does pretty much the same thing. And what happens is if we were to go to any place, like for example, a shopping mall, we have to... Um, usually okay so this is before they change the stuff but usually we have to scan a QR code to sort of check into the place mm. so you check into the mall and then you check into the individual stores you go into mm-hmm. yeah but now they took away the QR code so you use your phone app or the token and basically you like tap to check in but you can still do the system. QR code no QR code is still there no after 17th you can't use the QR code no it's the same it's still traced together QR code Really? No. It is still there. Interesting. It's still under Trace Together. It's separate from Safe Entry. Like, there's a oh. Trace Together. Okay, uh, yeah, so before this, it was called I? Safe Entry. Yeah, but the, the new thing the government is doing is called, like, it's kind of the same thing, but it's called Trace Together. But it's actually the, the whole idea is literally to, like, trace It's one other. system, yeah. Yeah. So what happens is wherever you go, there is sort of a digital path that is created. So for example, if you like touch wood, touching all the wood, like get COVID, what the government, not really the government, but the relevant authorities can do is they can trace all the places that you've been to and contact the people who are there to get to get um, tested as well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the system in place. So this system links people together. But right now in Singapore, we have a whole bunch of cases that are unlinked, meaning we don't know who else which cluster they came from. Yeah, which cluster they came from, and who else might have been like in contact and affected by these. Or people. where they get it from, you know. It's like yeah. So that is that is an issue because if they are from a certain cluster, you know where they went. But these are people who got COVID who weren't linked to the cluster. So they had no contact with the people in the clusters. 
So that is an issue. And like those numbers are rising and it is um, stressful. So Singapore went from being able to meet in groups of eight to groups of five. And then literally last Friday, it was like, oh no, you can only meet in groups of two. Places <laughs> are restricted. Um, now, literally this afternoon, all schools have to go home-based learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, the situation doesn't look that great. Work and... from home is default. You can't dine yes. in. <laughs> oh my god, the dining in thing was literally... Shen, Honda and I were like, okay, let's go eat KBBQ because I really, really, really want the Korean food. Like, so bad. So the I, timing is so bad. <laughs> I texted them and I was like, hey guys, can we go for KBBQ? And can we like plan this quickly before there's a circuit breaker 2.0 and literally the next day the government was like no dining in i mean we wanted to go to the zoo chris <sighs> we can still go to the zoo but literally yeah, just but, like you can't us. eat and drink like all those yeah, and what's the point right you're gonna die out there and heat without like drinks we'll just sit in front of like the lion enclosure and then like <laughs> tap our food and just eat there it's it's just so sad. So you can't eat at restaurants at all, like at all. So yeah, the all only... the seats are like closed, like taken away or like yeah. taped up. So you can only take away food, which is sad. So that is Singapore's situation right now. Not looking so great. Um, my workplace hasn't really said anything about changing the way we do things, but I mm. reckon it's going to be soon. Because, I don't know, with like the school closures and stuff, then I'm thinking about my workplace. Yeah. Am I considered tuition centre? No. <laughs> but I, I don't you know. you are. You're a, a learning school. institution. Yeah. But I don't know. It's very, it's like, this is why it's like very difficult for small businesses where they don't know where to place themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of the government statements are very just blanket. Oh God. Okay, it's very so- white. Okay, so like literally yesterday we were so confused because like <laughs> um according to regulations you can only go out in groups of two. So at this point there was no mention about families or anything. So even families, like you want to go out anywhere, you only can go in pairs, like literally, right? But going to places like church, like places of worship, like congregation sizes is max at 50. So my brother literally was like, <laughs> if we can only go out in pairs, how the hell are all these people going to come to church? Or like uh, go to places of worship? Yeah, as in, the thing that's sweeping me off is these regulations were given out so suddenly with zero context and explanation. I think they're more talking about like, like friend groups. Like if yeah. me, you, Shan were to meet, then that's out. Because it's totally three different households and it's more than two. Yeah, but you see, they didn't mention this. So when news broke out, it was literally like two people only. Mm. There was nothing, there was nothing that like explained further that said, okay, families are the exception. And even for families, they were like, oh, you can, only two people can visit families. If you're our grandparents that take care of like children, then this rule doesn't apply to you. It's, so strange, so... Yeah, they keep on, you know, like, t- giving out new information after... Yeah. It's like, and I don't know, I 
I always try and find like information that would like affect me, but like, I don't know where to look also. <laughs> right. So it's just at this point, it's just waiting to see what else additional what, announcement. Like, yeah, what are the measures that are going to like come in place? Because I feel like this is just a precursor to a circuit breaker, which I remember telling my brother, I was like, literally a week ago, I told him, I feel like Singapore should just go into a week-long circuit breaker, just one week, right? Get everyone to stay inside to cool down and then like we can resume again. But you know, that didn't happen. So now um, we have a pseudo circuit breaker I don't know. I mean, I don't think... I mean, I feel like COVID's never going to go away. It isn't. It's going to be like that disease that is going to be always there. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I feel like vaccines is really the answer. And then it we, is. But the thing is, yeah. um, you need herd immunity. So you need at least, right now, a quarter, right? DC is a quarter, but I don't mm. really think so. A quarter, a quarter with the full pop- vaccination. Yeah, but you need at least more 70. than half the population to be vaccinated in order for it to be actually effective. Because there is really no point in such a small number being vaccinated and the majority of like the population isn't, which is why you see cases of people who are vaccinated getting infected again. It's because yeah. there isn't enough herd immunity. So and plus those people are working in very high risk places like hospitals. Yeah. Precisely. So risk of infection is much higher. So yeah. I mean they're trying to speed up maybe uh the process where everyone gets their first shot first. Yeah. Because apparently you can wait six to eight weeks. Because the first the one. first shot it gives you forty percent protection. Yeah, which is better than nothing. <laughs> and if this, really... if if vaccines is really the thing that you know will slowly move us ahead, then I'm all for it. Seriously, it's such a uh, I don't know. I don't like this two steps forward, five steps back. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, and I think it's just really unfortunate because I feel like everything seemed to be going really well. Like everyone was following regulations you know mm-hmm. um you know life wasn't back to normal but it was as normal as it could be you could mm. do a lot of things that was still like part of your daily routine but now it's like yeah i more and more people are gonna get tired and frustrated and they're already yeah. lashing out their anger at people who who are like deemed as outsiders i guess yeah so it's very just, unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. And well, um, let's just see how it goes. I'm sure there is a government yeah. task force. It's no longer hit headed by Lawrence Wong, so we'll see how that goes. There was no like problem. a cabinet reshuffle recently, and like that just recently went into effect. So people who were originally in charge of the COVID task force last year are not the same people this year. So maybe there's fresher ideas. Maybe they know what they're doing, but we shall see. And I guess in our own time, we should stay vigilant. Like we'll see you we, next week and we'll come back and talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week and we'll give you updates. But 
that's the situation right now. Well, Honda, do you have a story for us today? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why so meekly? You're like, uh, I guess. And this one was quite interesting. I saw it on Reddit, like the post on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, this story is from South Korea. Two Korean stories. <laughs> yeah, I was like thinking. Oh well, yeah, last week we did one about like North Korean spies. I mean, I think is it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I like and how recently is... we've been doing a lot more like Asian, Asian. stories. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, so good because you don't often hear a lot about Asian crime stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This case is very recent it's, and it's actually still ongoing, the investigations. So when next oh. time there's a big update, I'll do a part two. <gasps> Honda, a part two? I'm excited. Okay, tell me, tell me. Yeah, so this case is about a three-year-old girl who was found dead on February 10th this year, 2021. Hmm... Mm. And the remains of the child were found in an apartment in Gumi City in North Gyeongsang province. And, uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> I think this was a big case this year, right? Because I remember seeing stuff about it on social media. Not that I remember anything. I don't remember anything. So, everything you tell me right now will be, like, brand no, new. I got confused with this case and another case about the adopted child that died of oh shit, maybe I'm mixing it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got mixed up also. So I, I feel like that one was bigger because like they appeared on TV and, and appeared like perfect parents who adopted a child and then they're like, you know, they're like so charitable, that kind of coverage. But then in oh. the end, they were like abusing that girl. Yeah, I confused it. I got confused with that case too. But okay, this one's you know what? Scratch that. <laughs> Just tell me. I think I'm confusing it with that too. Hmm. Yeah, so the remains of the child, you know, when they discovered the body, the child had been mummified. So they are the state, oh. yeah, the state of the body was like it's already mummified. Okay. And it was found that the child had died of starvation about six oh. months before. Oh God. Hmm. <sighs> the remains of the child were discovered um, when the maternal grandmother Sok and husband had visited the unit. So Sok had um, went to the unit because they had gotten a call from the landlord who couldn't reach Kim, which is the daughter of Sok, who mm. was 22 years old. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And okay. the landlord called to say that the lease agreement for Kim's unit had expired and she needed to move out of the unit. Okay. So when Sok and her husband entered the unit, they found the remains of the child and subsequently con- contacted the police. Mm-hmm. So police investigations and media reports revealed that Kim and her ex-husband Hong and the child had been living in a unit until they were divorced in April 2020. And mm. Hong had claimed that Kim was pregnant with another man's child when they were filing for divorce. And that before the divorce, Kim was neglecting her child and that Hong had been suspicious of her and suspected that she was having an affair. 
Okay, all these things were going on and he didn't do anything <laughs> about it. Yeah, so during the divorce, Hong had asked Kim to raise the baby girl until he was stable enough to take custody of the child. And then Kim agreed to that. Okay. But, as we can guess, Kim had neglected the child. I mean, <laughs> wow. So, she failed to pay five consecutive months' worth of electricity bills and the service had been discontinued by May 20, 2020. And okay. in August 2020, Kim had moved out of the unit to live with her new husband. But then, she left the child behind in the unit. Oh my god! Yeah. So, the poor child was abandoned in the unit and it's thought that the, uh, she starved to death. Oh my god. How old was the child again? Six? Three. Three. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Kim was arrested the following day after the discovery of the child's remains. So, up until now, this sounds like an open shut case, right? Dude, this... I was like, if this case (laughs) ends here, like, literally in six minutes, I'm like, what is this episode? Over. (laughs) Something smells fishy. Oh uh, yeah, like, you know, it sounds like a simple case of a mom abandoning her child and the child sadly passing away due to starvation. But yeah, then... but you see, when you tell me this, I'm like, okay, but why mm-hmm. was she mummified? Because the she was closed in a unit. So mummification only happens under, like, I feel like certain circumstances. Because if, for example, you're left in a unit, right? And it's like hot and humid. Like the body decompo- like decomposes in a different way. Like mummification is quite specific. From what I read, they said the unit was cold. Oh, but like how cold does it have to be? I mean, it was winter and no electricity. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So do you want to know the twist? Oh my God, tell me. So on March 10, 2021, there were some new facts about the case. And so the DNA, there were DNA samples that were collected from the child to verify that the child is, if the child was indeed Kim's child. Mm-hmm. And the child did indeed share a genetic link to Kim. However, the National Forensic Service had concluded that Kim was not the biological mother. <gasps> and that Hong was not the biological father either. Oh my god, whose child is this? <laughs> so, more DNA samples were then collected to find the biological mother. Don't tell me it's a grandmother. I'll freaking cry. Ding, ding, ding. Oh my... <laughs> Hannah, you're kidding me. Yes, they found the biological mother. And they found a match of Kim's mother, 48-year-old Sook. She's the biological mother of the child. <laughs> okay, well, wait to go against the odds. <laughs> okay. And DNA results reveal that Sok's husband is not the biological father of the child. <laughs> so it's a child born out of wedlock. Oh, God, it's even worse. <laughs> 
Hong better be like apologizing to Kim because he was like, yo, <laughs> you're having an affair, but really it was the mother, the grandmother. Okay. Yeah. Two other men who had an affair with Sok had also been tested, but were not found to be the child's biological fathers. Oh my God. Mm. Wonder, this is a spicy story. This is spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Sok insisted the results are incorrect. However, the National Forensic Service insists that it's, it is accurate as the DNA samples have been tested four separate times. Oh my god, okay. So, if the child was swapped, then where is Kim's biological child? Oh my god, yeah, where it? Oh my god. <laughs> so, the whereabouts of this child is still unknown. Oh my god. Mm. And further investigation revealed that Sok and Kim had a falling out and Kim had left home in her late teens. So when Kim was pregnant in 2019, Sok only became aware of the pregnancy closer to the due date. And Sok had actually looked after the newborn when Kim had checked into a postpartum center for recovery. Mm, Okay. Yeah. So police suspect that the swapping of the babies happened during this time. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm sorry. It's just so wild. So Sok had already given birth at this point. Mm. Does this mean that she got pregnant around the same time her daughter did? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, so Kim was not aware that her child had been swapped and raised that child thinking that it was hers. Okay. And also Kim apparently abandoned the child because she did not like the baby because it came from Hong. When in fact, oh, she's she's both shitty people. Yeah. When in fact, yeah. she was raising her half sister. Wanda. <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> it makes things even worse. I, oh my gosh, she was breastfeeding her half sister. I mean, you can think of it that way. I mean, she might not have been breastfeeding. Not, not all mothers can breastfeed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but dude, imagine if she did. I, oh God. This is just messed up on so many levels. (laughs) Yep. So the case is still under investigation and the police are trying to locate the other missing child and also the biological father of the dead child. Oh God. So So, so isn't like saying, does she even know? Like, does she even know who the father is? I mean, I mean it depends like, on how many partners she, she had. had. Yeah. Well, see, this is why you need contact tracing, just saying. <laughs> Do you think Swap had, uh, Sok had swapped the child? Because she denies actually giving birth. So, but then DNA results says otherwise. I mean... The logical thing would be Sok swapping the child so that she can hide the fact that she even had a baby. But the question is, what happened to Kim's baby? Does this mean that Sok, I don't know, 
got rid of the baby. Right. I wonder where that one child go. Went. Or maybe like she gave the baby away to it's at an orphanage or something. I mean, one can hope. So the media speculates that both the grandma and mother were in this together from the beginning in order to hide mother's adultery from the ex, um, yeah, from the husband. But then Okay. I don't know. If they had a falling out, I don't see the daughter like helping her mom out Yeah, with that. and what's in it for the daughter? Her child was like missing now. Yeah, so I don't see what she could have gotten out of it. So I'm not as likely to believe that it was something they worked together on. Hmm. Unless in a way it was for her to like spite her husband, but I feel like that's still pretty far-fetched. Mm. Yeah. And apparently the forensic team found such results for self-birth, natural birth from the the Soak's workplace computer. During the time of like when Kim was giving birth. You know what's funny? <laughs> The other day, I was talking to my colleagues about like how there are very interesting methods of birthing nowadays. So, so there's like things like hypnobirthing and like natural birthing in the sense where women intentionally opt not to have any like painkillers so they don't get like laughing gas or the epidural or whatnot. It's so that they, you know, give birth Uh -huh. My mom didn't natural do epidural. way did she have any other pain relief No. <laughs> dang your mother's freaking hardcore <laughs> it was quite funny when she was giving birth to me like, and then she said she didn't want the epidural then, all the, then the nurse was like are you sure? and then apparently like my mom not wanting epidural like was like the super hot topic and then a lot of nurses started streaming in <laughs> to the room because they couldn't believe that my mom didn't want epidural Dude, because if I was giving birth, I'd be just like, literally stab me in the middle of my spine with that epidural, yeah because dude. Like, I don't know she my mom heard of some people becoming paralyzed and oh. my one of my childhood friends mother was kind of affected by the epidural because they didn't do it properly Anyway, so it's quite mother's dangerous freaking hardcore. Yeah, but anyway, so like, It's it's a movement <laughs> now. So like women also choose not to give birth in hospitals. yeah They like want to a do midwife like home births. Yeah, like home births with like doulas or like at le legitimate like birthing centers, like places that are just built for like the way you want to give birth. And it's just a very interesting, I get I guess movement and how like even before you are like due to give birth. Like, there are all these, like, weird causes on, like, how to connect with your baby. And I don't know. And, like, apps on the phone that are like, oh, your baby is the size of an eggplant at don't know what weeks. And then after you give birth, it's like, okay, this is, like, phase whatever. And during this phase, your, your child is going to display these characteristics. Like, you should do these things to, like, train them. It's so fascinating, so interesting. I'm like, wow.
like the idea of birthing has come such a long way. Like we are, I guess, interestingly, women are reverting back. Yeah, I know, right? To, to natural, like the, natural yeah, to the ways. olden times, like natural, like letting your body go through all that. Away from know. the sciencey, medical. yeah, away from the science, the medical way of, I guess, taking away from the experience. I guess because some women feel like they they become more connected to their baby if they give birth that way. Mm. It's interesting. Anyway, back to Sok and her natural birth. But why does she have to switch it, swap the baby, her baby with her daughter's baby? You think I guess she, maybe she really wanted to hide the fact that she was pregnant. Yeah, and I guess maybe her daughter was like the closest person. Also, I feel like if you do DNA testing, so you test the daughter's DNA, like you would still get somewhat of a match. Yeah, that's why I said they shared a genetic link, but then yeah. it isn't like I mean, a it's like biological how, mother thing. It's like how some people like catch killers by like testing the relatives yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so maybe she kind of knew that and or maybe because if eventually the baby grew up right there would still be some resemblance so no one really question mm-hmm. it but there's still a lot of variables like for example like the gender of the baby what if <laughs> the two babies born were like a different gender. Yeah. So yeah, and other things also don't seem to make sense. Like for example, once a baby is born, they're usually given to the mother's skin contact, right? Like details, for example, like height, weight, everything might not have matched, but maybe Kim wasn't really in the fear mm. of mind to know this. But like Eventually, it ended up in the neglect of this child. Yeah. Which is madness because... Yeah, the baby didn't deserve it. (laughs) Yeah. It was already born in such a rough way and then neglected, like literally left behind. I don't understand how you could do that. Mm. People do this shit with like, Pets they no longer want, like they just leave them behind. But like for a child, my god. Did Kim yeah. ever like say why she left the baby behind? I mean, she just said like from the like from before that, that she didn't like the baby. Cause you know, it was from home. So I think she was like, oh, new husband, new life. Thai baby from Hong. Wow. Mm. She's our age. <laughs> She's younger than me, dude. We're not that far apart. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening with the case now? I'm still under investigation. Wow. Shit, man. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Yeah, what the hell is happening? Dang, a lot of these, a lot of things in this case, like as you said, seem very open, closed, like open shut. Like, 
But there are things that also don't seem to add up to me. Like, for example, how did she find out that it was Hong's child? Was it... Because you said that she found out... I mean, you said that she didn't like the child because it was Hong's, right? Mm-hmm. So the neglect no, started happening earlier. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe her only partner at the time was Hong. So mm. the baby she had was Hong. And the baby is still, I don't know, dead or alive, unknown. Wow, interesting. So, Kim wanted to take revenge on her husband, Hong, and so neglected the child. Right? I don't know if it's revenge or she's just like not thinking. It seems like it, though, because she didn't like the child because it belonged, yeah, belonged to the husband. While the husband believed that she was having an affair. Mm. She was also pregnant during this time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so she was pregnant again. And then yeah, after yeah, yeah, the yeah. child's death, we find out that, hey, plot twist, it's not even like her her ex-husband. It belongs to her mom. And on top of that, like she's not really on good terms with her mother. What the shit? Okay, Honda. I'm looking forward to part two. This is interesting. Maybe sometime later in the year. <laughs> oh my gosh. And all this was happening during COVID. I know, right? What the... Yeah, this is why, like, I strongly feel that if you don't want a child you have to really consider your options. Mm. Like, I know in South Korea, like, abortion is illegal. I believe it is. But consider, like, giving, like, putting your child up for adoption. Like, this Mm -hmm. is not a way for a three-year-old to go. And, like, the idea of starvation is just, like, I feel so... Like, I can't even articulate it. Like, this child was in this cold place all by herself. She had nobody. She's only three. She can't comprehend any of these things. Yeah. And she must have been so hungry. And your body literally starts to eat itself mm. from the inside out because, like, there's nothing... There's no nutrients... And starvation is so painful. And this poor three-year-old went that way. And it's just so horrific. Yeah. Uh, this is so sad. Well, yeah, Honda, when I read that, you know, when I read that part of the case where she abandoned the child, I was like, <gasps> like yeah, how can you do just, that? Children really do deserve better. Mm. It's, it's very hard to even comprehend how you can look at a child and be like, and have the thought process to, to just leave them behind. Mm. And this is coming from somebody who does not like children. Like, I straight <laughs> up don't like children. Oh my God. Every time we go out and then it's like some toddler screaming. And then you'll be like, you swerve your head to look at the child. I really, really dislike children. 
but at the same time, it's like I would never of course, go and like that's different. Kick a child in the head because I didn't like them. Like I would never ever like even think of. You're just glad then. You glad them. You're famous. Yeah, like the end glare. Yeah, just like stare at them and be like, "Oh, Jesus, Louis, what the hell, this little demon." But I mean, they usually grow out of it. Usually, hopefully, or they, or they become annoying teenagers. <laughs> Dear God, yeah, but uh, does a child have a name? I'm not wrong with Jung Yin. Well, I hope. She is rebirthed. Actually, no, it's not Jung In. Jung In. Mm. No, Jung In is the other case. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I just really hope this child is reborn in like <laughs> a in in a better life. It's just it's just very heartbreaking. It's so sad. Yeah. All by all the selfish adults, all the like the fall of selfish adults. Yeah. Who knew better? Who knew what they were doing? Mm. Oh, this is so sad. Oh dear God. Okay, well, Honda, thank you for <laughs> ruining my night. It's gonna be fun editing this and being like, oh wow. Okay, well, thanks, Honda. Mm-hmm. Do let us know if there are any updates in this case. Yes, I think it'll I'll be, be looking really, really interesting. Right. So, actually, what happened to... Wait, Kim is still pregnant or has she given birth? She's given birth already. So, what happened to the child? Obviously, not in her custody. No, I, I think it's with the husband. The new husband. But the child's okay. alive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, take the kid and run, dude. Like... If you enjoyed this episode and want to support us, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and click that follow button on Spotify. You can also listen to us on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and whatever podcast platform you listen to. And you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Share us a message or send us a story if you'd like. You can also email us at hiddenamongustree at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Stay safe. Yes.